Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, I'm a speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you transform not just your business, but your life. And today, I have a question to ask you. Are you an introvert or extrovert, or maybe neither one? Meaning that you may be a pseudo-introvert or extrovert. Now, I know you may have taken the Myers-Briggs or some other personality score, but I'm here to tell you that you may be having a temperament that is completely inauthentic to you. So today we're going to talk about what does it mean to be a pseudo introvert or extrovert and more importantly, how for you to step into who you are authentically. So you're going to get some really powerful tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big electronic fist bump. (laughs) Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button, wherever you're listening. That way I cannot be able to hop into your ears and give you some encouraging, motivating, and inspiring information to start your day or end your day or half time your day, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. And those of you guys who are like, yeah, Denise, I've already subscribed. I already follow. I'm already drinking the Kool-Aid of your message. I'm so happy that you're here and you're continuing to enjoy this podcast. Do me a favor. I will thank you so much in advance if you would share this podcast with someone that also could benefit from this message. That way we can be able to amplify the message so that we can be able to relate with others and ourselves authentically. How many times have we had so many problems, practitioners, relationships with others, because we don't know how to communicate, because we don't really understand ourselves and understand what motivates others. And this is the podcast that helps bridge the gap from who you are to where you want to be. And I'm hoping that as we get more and more voices into this community, we can be able to make a real difference in our world. Also, if you would love to give yourself some free PR or send me a message privately, I would love to hear from you. Go to anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There's also a link in the, the show notes below where you can send me a voicemail message. Make sure that you include your name, your hometown, and what you've been enjoying so that I can air your message in the next upcoming podcast. Or if you don't want to, just say at the end or in the beginning of your recording whether or not, hey, Denise, this is private. I don't want to share this with anyone. That way it alerts me and I can maintain that confidentiality. As you know, confidentiality is a, such a huge issue for me. That's why during uh, mostly all of my podcasts, I try to refrain from using any particular names of people that I work with or people I interact with. So that's really important to me. Also, if you want to get in touch with me, access more of my podcasts or sign up to my free weekly mailing list where I give a very personal special message and I drop it every Monday, check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect. So you'll be able to also read articles or learn about my story or anything else that tickles your fancy info that com slash connect. Okay. Now I have to give a big important disclaimer. Every time I talk about this kind of psychological, therapeutical, mental health type ish 
information so that we all understand on the same page what you are supposed to be getting and what you're not getting from this podcast episode. First of all, this podcast does not provide medical advice and the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. No material in this podcast is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new mental health care regimen and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard from me today. Okay, so I think we've got into all of that legalese, medicalese, however you want to call it. Let's talk about this idea of pseudo introvert or extrovert. But before I explain the topic, I want to give you some context. I am a stoic. I am a stoic and I practice stoicism. And let me explain what I mean by that. This is an issue of operating from a strong sense of moral code, knowing my right from my wrong for me, right, as well as accurate thinking. Stoicism comes from a school of thought that flourished in Greek and Roman antiquity, and it was one of the loftiest and most sublime philosophies in the record of Western civilization. In urging participation in human affairs, Stoics have always believed that the goal of all inquiry is to provide a mode of conduct characterized by tranquility of mind and certainty of moral worth. So why is all of this important in the context of pseudo-introvert, pseudo-extrovert? Well, I'm glad that you asked. My job, regardless if you become my client or not, or how you interact with me, I want you to be having accurate thinking about yourself. Because beware of your thoughts because they turn into actions. Beware of your actions because they turn into behavior. Beware of your behavior because it turns into your character. Beware of your character, it turns into your destiny. In your business, with your kids, at the grocery store, wherever you go, if you have a flawed or a incorrect perception of yourself, you're going to interact with people in a way that actually causes disharmony. So this is why it's so essential, so important for you to understand who you really are, minus the crap, so that you can be able to make decisions and interact with people in a way that is truthful, it's honest, and it's authentic to you. Too many people are literally living subpar lives because they have inaccurate thinking of who they are, okay? So I'm hoping that lays the case for you to understand why A, I'm a stoic and B, why accurate thinking is critical, okay? And I talk about this issue frequently with my clients. And the other day I was chatting with a client who told me that she was an introvert. And however, based on her past, I knew she was a natural extrovert. And I can relate to this because for many years, I also falsely identified myself as an extrovert. You know, I was quick to speak and very slow to think. I was the one that kind of popped off and said whatever was on my mind. You know, it kind of reminded me the other day I was at the hair stylist and I begrudgingly was watching certain things about some reality TV show. And I remember looking at one particular character and truly she was a character and she was yelling and she was screaming and she was belligerent and she was inciting 
anger and hatred and fighting and stuff like that. And I knew that it was even her. It was it was almost like she was just communicating out of the spirit of rage and instability. And I definitely can understand because most of my younger years, I was very impulsive and irrational. And I jumped from one emotional extreme to another. And I also craved attention. And frequently for a lot of us, if we have grown up in a, a lifestyle where we were ignored or we were neglected or people expected way too much than we could possibly give. For example, if we were expected to have high straight A's all the time, hurry up, be quiet, never make mistakes, get things done right. Or even if you made a mistake, it felt as if you committed a crime that deserved punishment. Just for being a kid that makes mistakes, that's human, that's navigating a very foreign world. For a lot of us, we just lash out as adults and it causes us to not feel secure in ourselves. And as I went through my restoration and my healing process, I I really went inward emotionally and I became extremely sensitive to things that I perceived as judgmental or critical. And as such, I was hesitant to speak to certain people or situations I felt could damage my terribly low self-esteem. So what I'm trying to say in that little, this, this converse, this little mini vignette that I'm explaining to you is that I flip-flop from pseudo extrovert, meaning that I spoke from a spirit of fear and anxiety. And then I flip-flop to introversion, but they came again from fear and anxiety. And as I reflect on this flip-flop of temperaments, I now see how my personality and both extremes were completely inauthentic. And I communicated with others from a place of pain and unresolved trauma. Can you relate? Have you been ever interacting with people and saying things that you really, honestly, it was cringe, even as you said it, you knew what was coming out of your mouth was just not necessary nor needed. It was completely divisive. And you did it because you didn't want to feel bad. Or perhaps you were quiet and didn't say anything because you were so fearful, someone else would lash out at you and punish you by ignoring you or not connecting with you or not whatever you wanted from them. And that both extremes are places of disharmony within yourself. Because think about it. If you're afraid to talk, right, then you're more or less going to be dragged into situations and to deals and propositions that don't make sense for you. I, I mean, I think about, heck, even my degree, I have a degree in environmental science. I haven't used that stinking degree in over 15 years. And the only reason why I did it was because it seemed easy, it seemed quick, and I was accepted into that program because I was trying to escape from computer science. Because I guess why I wanted to be in computer science? Because I wanted to people please my father. You know how that makes literally no sense? This is what I'm talking about, the accurate thinking for yourself about who you are and what matters to you and not operating out of fear. Because I was so fearful of the lack of approval, right? Then I got myself into a career that doesn't even fit well for me. That's lunacy, okay? And I'm not saying all that to shame you or blame you right? I'm saying this to tell you, like, I've been there. I've done that. I bought the t-shirt. I <laughs> I know what it's like to live in 
an authentic life. And right now, I kind of want to go into a little depth of what does it look like to be a pseudo introvert or extrovert? I kind of gave an overview about my own personal story, but I want to dive in a little bit in depth, okay? So this is definitely something that I want you to listen again if you need to, if I'm ringing doorbells, because I know I'm going to be speaking a little fast on this because I feel so passionate about that. I'm like telling myself, Denise, you got to slow down, girl. You got to slow down, girl. But look, this is so critical because you may find yourself in a business that you don't like or your your side hustle is not really a hustle. It's really an escape from reality. I've met so many young uh, women that are working two to three side jobs and all of it's just to keep them from being alone and dealing with their feelings of anxiety and depression and loneliness. And their their temperament is geared to more or less support the escapism from reality. And so this is why it's so, so, so important. And guys too, this is not just a female thing. Now, everyone has can be dealing with this issue, okay? So anyway, let's first talk about this idea of the pseudo introvert. The pseudo introvert, as I mentioned earlier, is very slow to speak. They are fearful of being perceived as weak or receiving negative feedback from others. One of the, the things I talk about, I'm a, I specialize in trauma and addiction as I talk about the five ways that people react when they are under stress. And you typically we hear about fight or flight, right? But it's a little bit more than that. It is when you fight either overtly or passive, you know, the passive aggressive person where you tell, they say, yeah, I'll do something and they never show up or do anything. Flight, obviously, when they are prone to distraction, they have an addiction, meaning they try to avoid and they demand perfectionism. And again, that causes them to procrastinate. That's flight. Fawn, when we get into people pleasing, acquiescence, codependency, flop, when we go into, we literally faint or have loss of physical control. Have you ever seen that situation when someone literally just passes out? Right? That's a trauma based response. And lastly, freeze, when we are have. The inability to say or to do. Have you ever noticed there's certain situations where you see literally a train wreck in process and you want to move, but it feels as if your body is glued to the the surface and you can't physically move or you, you can't open your mouth when people are saying certain things to you. So flight, fight, freeze, fawn or flop. This is definitely happens when people are in that pseudo introvert where they literally just can't communicate, okay? That, and they can't speak, they can't act, okay? And lastly, the pseudo-introvert is understimulated. This is the person that desires little to no excitement, and they demand absolute predictability. This is where we want everything laid out perfectly so that there's no fear and there's no anxiety, but that's unrealistic because we live in an unpredictable world filled with unpredictable people and outcomes. And this desire comes from fear of something being taken away or some denial of pleasure. So as you're listening to me describe the pseudo introvert, so to speak, unable to act and understimulated, are you in that spot right now where you're not being able to be honest with other people because of a deep fear of outcomes that are beyond your control? That's what a pseudo introvert is, okay? But now let's turn our attention to this idea of the pseudo extrovert, because that's also 
from coming from a place of trauma, unresolved issues, addiction, all that stuff. Now, I will say most addictions are the result of unresolved trauma, okay? Because that is a coping mechanism to help you ease from the dis- the pain, the discomfort that came from something that was beyond your control or your understanding, or you lack the tools to even process what was happening, okay? But anyway, let's talk about this idea of the pseudo-extrovert. The pseudo-extrovert is quick to speak. <laughs> Remember, I was telling you about myself and that particular reality TV show where that woman was popping off and and fussing and fighting with everybody and that comes from a fear of life of control or being perceived by weak so the best way of being strong is this pseudo machismo um and yeah females can have machismo too we you see her that her as the karen can i speak to your manager type of woman where she is a first person to complain she's a first person to stick stir up all sorts of madness she's the first person who is most vocal on the social media channels you know who she is she's the person that you don't want to get on her wrong side and you don't even know what or how she could pop off so you're always constantly on eggshells around her that's the pseudo extrovert she's not being authentic to herself she's just reacting out of pain and that's why she's so quick to speak and she's unable to slow down or he's unable to slow down. So it goes both ways for men and for women. Okay, I just want to just say that. Um, the, this uh, inability to slow down, it comes from this place of fear again. Fear that if we don't act immediately, that that inaction will cause irreparable damage. And meaning that if I don't do something right now and move, you know that impulsive quick to act, right? Slow to think. That's from that pseudo extrovert where it's not coming from a place of I'm feeling excited and motivated and really feeling as if we want something positive to happen. It's coming from a place of fear like I don't want bad things to happen so I'm going to move and I'll think about things later. And they frequently call themselves revolutionary. There's nothing revolutionary for impulsive actions with no forethought at all, Okay. And this is the person that's constantly looking for costly challenges, meaning that they're the person that invests tens of thousand dollars sight unseen for a, to buy a new home. This is the person that moves someone into their home, right? They're dating like a couple of dates and they say, oh, let come move on in and I'll, I'll pay for your bills and do all this other stuff for them. This is the person that quits a job if they feel a hint of problems or quits or abandons their business in the end of any problems okay this is the person that just cannot deal with things moving at its natural pace therefore they have to put an accelerant and do something wild in order for them to feel as if they are in control okay that brings me to the last part of the pseudo extrovert they're overstimulated and this person desires constant excitement. You may have recalled in a prior podcast, I talked about addiction to dopamine. Well, dopamine is a big, big, big upper, right? You can artificially pump it up with, with stimulants like caffeine or sugar, 
okay? Or addiction to fill in the blank. Shopping is a huge one for ladies, but also guys can be addicted to shopping. Gambling, that's another issue. That's like that stimulation. And they demand unpredictability and lack boundaries of what is considered normal. And they live life literally by the seat of their pants. You don't even know what's happening because every time you talk with them, they're off doing this and they're off doing that. And like, hey, what happened to this venture? Or hey, what happened to blah, blah, blah. And you don't know. And frankly, if you ask them, they don't even know because they're moving at the speed of light in terms of getting things done. And from the outside, at first it thinks like, wow, like, they're accomplished. Wow, they're motivated. But the reality is they as soon as they find interest in it, as soon as they lose it. It's like easy come, easy go with their ambitions. And I see this a lot with new entrepreneurs where they they go online and they hear someone says, I'm making a lot of money doing X, Y, and Z. And then as soon as they get into it, it's not going as quick and as fast as they want it to go. They abandon ship. Okay. And so I don't want you to think As I'm saying this, oh, Denise makes me think I'm abandoning ship. Well, I I don't know. You need to ask yourself. This is why stoicism is so important because you have to have accurate thinking. Is there truth to what I have to say? If you're feeling a little irritated about what I have to say, perhaps there is a little bit of truth. Okay. I myself have heard things in my, the beginning of my restoration and healing and recovery process that really made me feel very uncomfortable. And the reality was, it was because it was true. And you are the only one who could tell whether or not I'm telling the truth or I'm blowing smoke. Okay. All right. So as you listen to all of this, ask yourself if you identify with some or all of the pseudo temperament traits. And if so, you're not being the real you. And this is so important, as I mentioned earlier, because living an inauthentic life can cause disaster, not just for yourself, but for your relatives, your friends, and your business ventures. And as I read the news about pop stars, Kanye West, Will Smith, Elon Musk, just to name a few celebrities, I can clearly see how living erratic emotionally has dire consequences in terms of loss of business ventures, in terms of inability to relate with others, and estrangement with family members. I remember specifically reading about Kanye West, and I'm saying Kanye. Kanye? Okay, Kanye. I'm I'm not pronouncing his name right, so forgive me. Anyway, Mr. West, or now wants to be known as Yee. You know, I was reading an article about how his deal, multi-million dollar deal with Adidas fell apart as part of his Yeezy campaign. And one of the things that he was doing was he was literally showing pornography to executives, like just casually pornography of his now ex-wife Kim and all this stuff I'm not really a gossiper I'm not really into this pop-tart news but I'm trying to explain to you about what happens when you're when you're not thinking correctly right you're not taking into consideration about how people will process what you're doing because it don't seem normal and it's wildly inappropriate but of course if you're in the midst of the mania you don't see it it's wild okay so i understand if you're listening and you feel resistance to what i'm saying no denise you're talking crap you don't know what you're saying well if you're feeling irritated There's clearly something that needs to be investigated. So I see this everywhere in the media. I see this with some clients I've worked with over the years. I see this. Heck, just look at your family members. You could probably point out at least a couple of relatives off the top 
who are living inauthentic lies and there is disaster all around them, okay, in terms of businesses that open and shut as quickly <laughs> as it started, right? Having relationships with with lovers that seem wildly inappropriate. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And I'm hoping that as you listen to what I'm saying, that you will take that investigation further and either consider working with me, check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect where you can inquire about private coaching. Or I don't care if you work with somebody else. I just want you to do something, okay? Because this is definitely something that can literally rob you of your vitality in life. I've met too many people who've had cancer, anxiety attacks, and insomnia, and paranoia, just so many issues. And it all comes from living inauthentically. And I want more for you, okay? So I know I said a lot. I know I said a lot about the characteristics of a pseudo introvert or pseudo extrovert. Just in summary, the pseudo introvert, someone who's slow to speak, unable to act and understimulated. And the pseudo extrovert is kind of the flip of that is the quick to speak, unable to slow down and overstimulated. What did I say today that really, really clicked on your mind? I love to hear you either connect with me, send me a message, a voicemail message, or however you want to connect with me via email or whatever. And I'd like to hear from you. And also, is there something else that you want me to talk specifically about the pseudo introvert or extrovert? I'm literally just skimming the surface about this. There's so much depth more to this issue. I love to hear from you. Send me a message, info.deniseglee.com slash connect. You'll be able to press that button says uh, talk with me. So I'd love to hear from you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to forward it to somebody else. That way they can also be enlightened, encouraged, and motivated to make a change if that's something that they desire and they see the necessity of that. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.